You are listening to Talking Star Wars. Thank you for joining us this week. We will be talking about dark side locations, and we'll be starting with the cave on Dagobah. No. Or was it a planet in the Dagobah system? No, there was the, the other planet. When he's on, he's the one Luke is on in the sequel trilogy. Oh, in uh, Octo. Yeah, so there's. Yeah. It is established in Star Wars that there are places that are strong on the dark side of the Force. <laughs> they either become so because of something that has happened, or because they have inherently grown so due to neglect, or for whatever reason, and it's often localized to very specific locations. <laughs> You know, very rarely there's not really a whole planet that's evil, mm-hmm. um, though there can be large sections of a planet. Uh, and I might draw into some legends lore for this a little bit because I think some of it is very interesting and doesn't contradict the current canon. I but, was going to say Mustafar is very evil. Like there's there's no gardens on Mustafar. Yeah, but I mean, you do have native life that lives there mm-hmm. before Vader kills mm-hmm. most of them. <laughs> um, they have shamans in a working society, but there is a specific dark side font on Mustafar, exactly the place where Vader builds his Sith sanctum. He actually requests to have Mustafar as his sanctum from Palpatine after completing his first two jobs for Palpatine as his apprentice. This is in the 2017 Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith comic, which I recommend everyone read. It is great to see the rise of the Inquisitorius and Darth Vader creating his Sith lightsaber, uh, hunting down a Jedi Master and um, showing his first ruthlessness as a Sith Lord. But it also depicts him building his own Sith fortress, as every you know Sith Master wants to have. Palpatine's is, of course... You know, he has all of Coruscant, but he also has mm-hmm. a Sith temple that he has constructed underneath the old uh, yeah. Jedi temple. We don't see that ever. Bring that up. I, uh, I was going to bring up rather if that was a decision of uh, the Jedi to build their. I don't know if it's just their Jedi temple on top of the the Sith ruins, or if Palpatine built that after the fact. Um, it is ancient, and Palpatine believes he talks about it in the novel the lords of the sith it's one where palpatine and vader are the two main characters and palpatine he goes there and it's he had long been using it as is the his presence there was partially what clouded the jedi council's vision during the clone wars <laughs> along with all of his other machinations right so many times yoda said clouded our vision yeah so that was palpatine and he was using an ancient sith temple beneath you actually see it depicted once a couple times in rebels hmm. where the protagonists do not know that it is the Emperor. They do know that it is this powerful dark side user, Sith, that is projecting power. They see it at a distance. They never go there to Coruscant. It's almost like a perversion of that one episode in The Mandalorian where Grogu has to light a beacon where it's that ancient... It's the first episode that uh, Boba Fett pops up in. I yeah, think. so yeah, the, the ancient Jedi temple mm-hmm. that Grogu uses to signal Luke Skywalker is, again, another place that's powerful in the light mm-hmm. side of the Force. Yeah. Oh, boy, just call it the Force and it's the dark side right. of the Force. Yeah, and so many places where I think in Dagobah you see it first where you have this planet of life, this planet of gross life. It's a small planet. So mm-hmm. there's the fact that everything in, that's alive in it is also something that you're probably afraid of. You see snakes, you see flying creatures in the background. So it's this kind of dichotomy of life, but also fear. And you have this place where Yoda isn't happening. Yoda is the most powerful force user ever. But we have this cave where Luke is pit up against... Uh, the worst possible outcome in his mind, just becoming this dark evil. That's how I interpreted it anyway. But I think Octo does it really well where you have, uh, on the surface, it's this uh, ancient, archaic Jedi temple. 
And then you have this just cesspool of evil. Very David Lynchian, very dark. I could go off on The Last Jedi about just how much I love its symbolism. I don't love its jokes. I don't love uh, certain animatronic creatures. Or its or plot really in general. Okay, the whole Finn side of the plot was... Yeah, yeah, and the whole dose should have been Leia in my book, but... The idea of balance in these areas, where you have the giant temple with the, the ancient Sith temple beneath, is so symbolic of the series in general, just trying to keep this balance of good and evil, this ebb and flow at bay. Yeah, so other dark side locations that we see. So we have the dark side presence on Mustafar that predates you know, Vader arriving there. It might be one reason that the Emperor sent the Separatist leaders to be killed by Vader there, because he knew it would be easier for Vader to fall at a location like Mustafar. He had a secret research facility on Mustafar earlier when he was trying to corrupt Jedi children. We see this in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. So Palpatine was very aware of the dark side virgins, or whatever we want to call it, mm -hmm. that's present on Mustafar. Yeah. And then other locations we know that have a dark side sort of, where it's this almost like the dark side, it sets people visions, almost a lot in the same way. Like uh, Malachor is a planet that was ruined by a dark side weapon, right? Correct, yeah, there's yeah. an ancient Sith weapon on the planet of Malachor. Oh, that's and cool. It, yeah, and it's, it's implied that sometimes we don't even know why the dark side presence or wound exists. Like on the planet where Luke is in the sequel trilogy, we don't know what happened there. Maybe it just grew out of the dark side itself. We don't mm -hmm. know if some ancient ritual happened there, but... When people receive these dark side visions, sometimes it's from a location that has been wounded, either by the loss of life. Um, and that was certainly the case in Malachor, where it is this planet that has been almost stripped of all life and has the subterranean ancient Sith temple where everything about it is designed to put people in a pressure cooker and support the rule of two of the Sith. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the weapon itself is intended for... It's not quite to the level of the Death Star, but mm -hmm. certainly intended for like destruction of whole fleets by drawing on the dark side of the Force. You also see Maul, not Darth Maul at that point, just Maul, Maul as a dark Lord side Maul? sage. Was he ever Lord? Or he, he called himself Maul at okay. this point. He's almost like this dark side sage. You see him try, attempting mm -hmm. to use the dark side energy present to corrupt Ezra Bridger and make him his apprentice. And it does manage to forge a connection between them that continues and allows Maul to continue manipulating Ezra throughout Rebels. And then to remind me what the planet is again. Is it Octo? Octo. Yeah, so, and that has this, like, remember it has this black glass surface that she touches? Mm -hmm. An exact same surface appears in Fallen Order. Okay. Um, and we know this showed Ray mm -hmm. a vision of herself in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, Cal Kestis sees the same thing. And he actually sees the version of himself in the future if he continues on one of his proposed courses of action, how he could have become an Inquisitor. Mm -hmm. And that all of the children he has attempted to save will also be captured and imprisoned or killed by the Empire. So it shows, again, this powerful dark side vision of what could be. And when Darth Vader communes with his own dark side virgins in Mustafar, it is in the middle of doing a series of rituals attempting to claw Padme's soul back from that. Um, yeah, that's some really heavy metal shit. Doesn't he have a, like a spirit avatar that yeah. has... Uh... It's like this fiery torso with ghost limbs. So Sith don't come back as Force ghosts because they um, they don't want to merge with the greater Force. So this guy bound his spirit to an mm -hmm. object, a mask. Sure. He's an ancient Sith architect. Though really his plan is to use the dark side font on Mustafar to bring himself back in a new body. Because that's what Sith tried to do. Yeah, they, they, they're egotistical. Their identity is important. 
they're not selfless and willing to give so up the, their ego to the force. Yeah, so they they build a variety of attempted, you know, fortresses as an attempt to resonate with the dark side of the force, and they all fail. And during the last attempt, um, they actually do tap into the dark side. But you know, a plan for this ancient Sith bound to this mask that was working for, with Darth Vader. His plan was always to get a new body, but Darth Vader does actually communicate the Force, and he's going to try to bring Padme back. You see the dark side of the Force is almost this therapeutic force for him, where he's even getting tired of Anna Skywalker's <laughs> shit a little bit. And he's like, you are a dark lord of the Sith. You are powerful. You need to use your power to conquer, to rule. You are stuck up on this person. This mm -hmm. person is dead, and you killed her. Right. You've got to accept that. I am making you accept that. The dark side is also the thing of hard truths, or mm -hmm. and you have too much self-deception going on. So you even get a flash forward to where the dark he gets a vision of um, mm -hmm. kill the past if you have to, which his grandson would later use. So he receives a vision yeah. of this, and that finally ceases his efforts to resurrect Padme. And a great series of images, this fragmented image mm -hmm. of this dark side, you know, showing him different visions of all the people he killed, telling him to move on. Though it's not intended exactly to be a healthy message. Because the reason the dark side wants him to move on is to be a true Sith yeah, and to be force his will. Yeah. I, I was almost, I was on the the verge of saying that, you know, the the dark side might have something. Not to be a dark side apologist or a, you know, psychopath, but just uh, the, the idea of accepting truths and trying to carve the a way through life while accepting these truths may be better than the Jedi way of, oh, you must kill Vader, this this douchebag, this evil dick who's totally not your father. Oh, Darth Vader's your father from a certain point of view. It's kind of like Santa Claus in a way. It's parents telling children this fable in order to soften things for them, where the, the dark side would be more about the direct action. But again, it's leading Darth Vader to be a child murderer, which is yeah. not good. I think it's a little bit, Star Wars encourages you to think of a binary where there's the light side of the force and mm -hmm. the dark side of the force. And there's been some constructions of it where there's just the force and the dark side is a perversion of it. Um, and where balance was eliminated in the dark side. So you can see the dark side as a parasite. Sometimes, and I certainly do not, I think that there's some like, oh, where balance is an equal amount of mm -hmm. light and dark is a fallacy because the dark side is inherently attempting to destroy the light side mm -hmm. whereas the light side is just attempting to protect i also think that you know anakin skywalker was a jedi so part of this vision might have been the force itself maybe not whether dark or light just you know t having him move on yeah and please stop attempting to use the force to claw back someone from the dead mm -hmm. because it never ends well and it's not going to work <laughs> palpatine sort of manages it by cloning himself but it doesn't really work there's a character who I think is in is definitely in Legends, but I thought was mentioned in canon as Abeloth, this dark Lovecraftian eldritch terror, which was tied into the the father, son, and daughter. In one of the episode runs of the Clone Wars, you have the father, son, and daughter who are these three ancient beings who embody the Force. Yeah, her may or may not have been mortals at some point, but certainly are embodiments of the different aspects of the Force. <laughs> the father is more neutral, more just like the Force, as you were saying. The daughter is more light side, son is more dark side. In this story, Avaloth was the mother. She was not endless, not immortal like the rest, but she was like a caretaker. She grew old, and uh, tr they tried to keep her alive, and she became this perverted creature of evil and i'm i'm remembering now it did come up in legends because i'm pretty sure 
Jason and Jaina Solo, the original Solo kids, fought her. But if they're tying it into the father, son, and daughter now, it's canon's messy. As if you couldn't get that from our description, Star Wars canon is messy. Yeah, even when you're just following the new stuff and trying to do that. So I think definitely a topic for future conversations mm-hmm. is going to be these dark side and light side force traditions that are not necessarily mapped neatly to the Jedi and Sith mm-hmm. dichotomy. Because there certainly are – the more examples, the better in my mind because mm-hmm. the force expresses itself in many ways. And the Jedi have simply have one interpretation of it and the Sith another. There are other light side, dark side, and I mean I would say even just – not taking a side – but in the fact where they don't see themselves as light side or dark side of simply mm-hmm. embodying the Force in other traditions. The, uh, the Sith are definitely recognizing that there is a light and dark side, I would say, because it's not like saying this is the only way. It's definitely join the dark side. It's an inherent choice in that way. I would say, though, that there are dark side practitioners who don't feel that way, because I know even the Sith and the dark side are not mutually exclusive. Like all Sith are dark side, the not all dark side users are Sith. You have the Night Sisters, for example, who are this offshoot organization of dark side practitioners that really had nothing to do with Jedi influence whatsoever. And I think they would more so have a view of uh, this is our force. And it just so happens to be dark side. Do you want to hop into a discussion about different force users? Um, I, I think it was more of a comment on the, the weird force shit. Yeah, because we can also talk about the Bendu from Rebels, who is a consciously gray figure where he refuses to make a choice between the light side and dark side. And isn't he enormous? Yes. I, you were telling me about him, and I was like, ah, oh, this this Bendu guy sounds neat. And much like Yoda, I just thought, oh, this is a guy. And Bendu is a... He's like a boulder man. Yeah, yeah like a buffalo, water buffalo, like... Gorilla, yeah. Yeah, so... And he's just a practitioner of the Force. And it kind of ties back to the beginning of the conversation where Star Wars is so expansive. We're even in our our black and white, light side, dark side introduction in the beginning of the trilogy. Has the legs to be developed into so many different facets that creators can can conjure. And it's, it's interesting that something like this came about in the 70s. As opposed to uh, superheroes, like uh, coming from the everything from 40s to 60s. That's what we're mining. This is relatively modern and still effective in culture. And certainly it's it's almost comes an optimistic view where Luke almost falls to the dark side, but is able to pull himself back. And where he's able, he has this thought that even the awful murderer that is his father, Mm -hmm. he still manages to redeem him in the end. Which could be seen as almost a Christian allegory, or could be seen more as, and you see many examples of people who have done terrible things mm-hmm. um, from the name of the dark side being forgiven and allowed back to the light side. Sometimes even their transgressions forgiven without death, um, which was necessary, I think, in the case of Anakin Skywalker. So this has been a review of dark side locations, the people who are drawn to them, how they are created or discovered, and the effect they have on people nearby. Thank you so much for listening. We've been talking Star Wars. We'll see you sometime soon in a galaxy right here.